and just really apply for different opportunities that come up, whether it be a subcommittee or even a consultant role with various societies, because you're actually going to learn much more than you might learn elsewhere. And it also gives you experience that you can also put in your resume as well. In terms of the different the process, it was actually very kind of casual. It wasn't too, too intense as something you might find at a large corporate firm. Regarding the process as well, I think the startups have a really big approach on wanting to get to know you as a person beneath your LinkedIn profile or beneath your resume. You know, what kind of things like doing on weekends and things like that? Just say, can I um, try and get out there? Um, whether that be in a startup or even in a society. Obviously, in your first or second year, you still want to kind of make the most out of university experience. And that might not be going straight into work and trying to find a career. But at the end of the day, it is really cool to start early um, and trying to get different types of experiences so you can realize what you might want to do for your career. Welcome to the Marketing Insider Podcast, your weekly shortcut to entering the marketing industry as a university student. Each episode, we give you a real-world education of what awaits you in the professional side of marketing. I delve into the mind of a current student or industry leader to discuss graduate advice, networking tips, and practical skills to help accelerate your career's success, providing you with certainty over what steps you can take while still being a student to fulfill your dream career pathway in marketing. Everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Insider Podcast. Now today's one is short and sweet, but we talk about all things startup with Lucas Lung, who previously interned as a marketing student. So we cover things ranging from how to land your first job at a startup, as well as how to best leverage university to get the most out of both your social life, but also career development at the same time as well. Enjoy. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Marketing Insider Podcast. Today's guest, as I mentioned before, is Lucas. So today we'll be discussing the topic of gaining startup experience as a marketing student. So just before we get started, thank you so much for coming on, Lucas. And how are you today? I'm good. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. So I guess apart from that, let's just cut straight to the chase then. So We'll start off with this first phase regarding just a bit on university, what Lucas has been doing in university in regards to academics, as well as any co-curriculars. We'll get into it. In terms of your university degree, Lucas, related to marketing specifically and course content, what do you feel as though you've kind of studied or content or outside of the classroom as well that's kind of helped you in any way getting your startup internship? Yeah, definitely. So... I guess I would start with mainly the marketing core courses, for example, Marketing 1012, which kind of gives you that core understanding of what marketing is about and gives you kind of that rough guideline to see if you might want to pursue a marketing career later on in the future. And then later down the line, you start to learn more specifics about different types of marketing. For example, especially related to my startup experience, I felt that the digital marketing Flexible course, really, really useful in understanding how SEO might work or Facebook digital marketing, how managers really execute different types of marketing strategies. And so I guess a lot of what I learned in the startup experience was actually on the job. However, a lot of the different kind of concepts, a lot of the different jargon and different understanding that I learned from university courses really helped me gauge that I really wanted to get a different kind of startup experience especially within a marketing role. Awesome. And would you say that on that note, I have a few points to touch on, but would you say in terms of 
getting to the startup experience itself, if someone was a little bit on the fence about wanting to go to university to study marketing, do you think that that was essential in you landing the role there? I guess I would say no. Um, I, As most people know, I guess marketing kind of, some of it is, is a little bit intuitive. A lot of people can understand the basics very easily. However, it's kind of a way to set yourself apart if you want to go down a marketing role. If uh, if you are a marketing student, um, obviously they're going to prefer um, kind of your experience and your qualifications, um, your education um, over someone who might not be in marketing. So there definitely are heaps of opportunities for non-marketing students to get involved in a marketing role. I hope it's a really great way to just show that this is kind of your passion. This is where you want to go later in, in your career. So it really um, depends on how kind of flexible you want to keep your degree and um, what kind of opportunities come your way. Um, but at the end of the day, I think having a marketing degree is really beneficial and does teach you some really valuable skills. And it also teaches you things more in depth than people might not realize actually exists in marketing. The misconception is that a lot of the marketing is very easy. and But when you start to learn the specifics of marketing, there are a lot of the intricacies that makes uh, marketing students a better marketer than someone who doesn't do a marketing degree. I think touching back on that note, uh, in terms of university as well, I think there's a lot more that you can learn from it rather than just the content as well. And I think Lucas and I had this conversation a few times just regarding how you can often make some really good connections or like contacts, add people to your network within your actual university circle as well, whether that be your tutors, lecturers, or the point we're going to touch next on, which is actually the people you meet through co-curricular societies and things like that as well. So those are kind of the intangible benefits. And I know talking to a few of my direct managers, they've been saying that in terms of someone who studies at university, it's not so much the content that they look at, but it shows that someone has that stickability, as they say, that resilience to stick through something for three years, right? But now just transitioning over a little bit, and we're going to talk outside of the classroom for the time being. Now, Lucas, you've always done a lot of things regarding co-curriculars. In terms of the co-curriculars you did at university, which one do you feel as though kind of sets you up the most to get that startup role? One co-curricular experience really stood out for me was my involvement within Business One Consulting. Just quickly a bit about Business One, we upskill students with professional development and we allow them to, we connect them to startups and we solve their business problem in a consulting project environment. And essentially, after being in Business One for almost you know, three and a half years, I've been able to learn a lot about how startups work and the different strategies that they um, like to take on, um, how they even come about, and just kind of the general gist of what type of kind of industries they like to work in. And being able to show this interest in startups and uh, having a base understanding of what they're about and how they work really made a big difference when I was trying to apply to get this startup position. Having done a consulting project with a previous startup, I was able to kind of do an end-to-end business project, analyzing the market, being able to come up with creative strategies and how to grow, especially for businesses that don't have too much cash in hand or too much money to be able to afford, you know, huge marketing campaigns or go-to-market strategies. And there's being able to understand that and put it all together into either like a project or a final PowerPoint presentation, and then being able to present that to either the clients or the industry judges really taught me a lot of transferable skills and those intangible skills such as like communication, being able to present well, kind of understand the thinking process behind doing a project. Um, All of these things contributed really well to being able to stand out when I was trying to apply for a startup marketing position. I also took it upon myself to take on kind of the marketing strategy of some of those projects. Um, So I guess pairing those two together really, really had a big impact on my 
ability to, you know, showcase kind of the work I've done. For people who say want to get into B1, as we'll call it, sure, for Business One, for people who want to kind of get into that, I guess most of your experience would be at UNSW. So in terms of UNSW, if you're a new student who hasn't yet been involved in society in any way, what do you think is like the best way to get involved in sort of that lower kind of entry level um, kind of position? Yeah, so the lower kind of entry level positions at Business One, we have on the internal side, which is becoming a subcommittee member. And then on the kind of external facing side, we obviously have our student consultants. So often, more, more often than not, in the early years of your degree, you might get more involved with our subcommittee side, where you might like to plan events, either external facing or internal facing, such as, you know, human resources events as well, or running our marketing campaigns or marketing content on different types of social media. The great, a great way to interact with different societies, not just business one, but kind of any of them really, is to keep up to date on their Facebook. They like to post different kinds of color photos and just really apply for different opportunities that come up, whether it be a subcommittee or even a consultant role with various societies, because you're actually going to learn much more than you might learn elsewhere. And it's also gives you experience that you can also put in your resume as well. There's a few more that's kind of additional to B1 as well. The best way, as soon as you, um, if you just hop into any of the Facebook pages, as Lucas said, there'll be an event that has subcom recruitment and things like that on it, where you just write an application and it'll most likely be an interview. It's a great way to not only enhance your professional skills, but also to meet some great people who will probably eventually be in the professional working world with you anyways. So moving on from the co-curricular side of things, this one, we're going to take a slightly different path, right? Lucas, I guess for you personally, in terms of marks at university, do you think that working at a startup specifically, do you think that they're really important? To answer your question, no. At the end of the day, um, I think what startups really look for is that passion, that drive and that commitment to either marketing or what they do as a startup as a whole. So the highlight for me was when I was when I was applying, despite having my my wham on my resume, definitely something that wasn't touched upon at all. They really wanted to know a bit about the projects I've done, if my writing writing and communication was kind of satisfactory and up to the standard that they wanted. And kind of like those different types of skills, like being, obviously being able to communicate really well and just kind of have a really key understanding of the startup and doing my research as well into the industry that they were working in. And then combining all of those things together, being able to communicate that in an interview is really what they're looking for rather than kind of your, your marks at university. Now that you touched on that, that point of the internship, I guess that segues really nicely into the second part of the interview today. So the second part of the interview today is going to be on the actual internship. So I mentioned it before, but Lucas interned at an early stage startup called Metric. So just before we kind of get into that a bit more, let's dial it back to before you got the role itself. What was the process for, I guess, getting that internship? Where were you made aware of it? What was the actual job title called? Going back to business one, actually, that is where I heard about the role. As you might not know, Metric was incubated in a early stage VC called Atma. And business one has a kind of a relationship with Atma where we kind of get to communicate with some of the founders over there. And one of the founders actually contacted our vice president of externals and he was wondering if anyone from the team or business one internally would want to apply or be interested in a growth and marketing intern at their startup. So that's how I heard about the role. In terms of the different the process, it was actually very kind of casual. It wasn't too too intense as something you might find at a large corporate firm. Pretty much just had a couple of uh, I had a phone interview followed by a couple of video interviews with the other founders as well. Obviously, being such a quite a small team, um, it's important that I got to have a good chat with a few of the other founders to make sure that I would get along 
in the team as a cultural sense. But in terms of the actual interview itself, as I mentioned before, it was trying to learn yeah, a bit about my skills, my interest in the, in the, in the startup itself and why I wanted to work in that industry, as well as the, yeah, the different types of uh, skills and products. And in terms of the startup realm, so personally for me, I work in startup at the moment as well. And I guess it's a very similar experience as to what Lucas had. I think different ways that you find these roles aren't the ones that are advertised on like Seek or Indeed, because for a startup, advertising on one of those job boards is relatively time and cost consuming as well. And so they'd much rather either get a referral from someone that they know or just pick up someone that they met at a certain networking event or an education seminar. And regarding the process as well, I think the startups have a really big approach on wanting to get to know you as a person beneath your LinkedIn profile or beneath your resume, you know, what kind of things like doing on weekends and things like that. Because as Lucas mentioned, as an early startup, the culture is very, very important. And especially when you're scaling or if you want to get involved in that space, most of the time you're going to be spending with a very small amount of people. So you'd want to get along with that person as well. So regarding the actual internship at Metric Lucas, so you mentioned it was a growth and marketing intern position. So nine to five, how did your tasks go? Yeah, so my internship as a whole was about four months. What I would do in a general week, come in about two days a week, about, yeah, as you said, about nine to five. And kind of, it was quite flexible. It wasn't really kind of a set task every single day. However, obviously, I'll just go th- uh, through a few things that I would have done. So for example, Metric you know, runs a few ads, on, for example, on Facebook and Reddit. Every week, I would go and check out on, on the performance, see if we should change anything, things like our budget or the different targeting that we would use. Furthermore, as a startup, we're obviously keeping to account our competitors and what kind of new technologies is up and coming in the industry as a whole. So I would do a few research projects here and there on things like maybe voice transcription or the different types of competitors that are also within the same space. And I would kind of report back to them in a meeting and we could we would discuss different ways where, where we could either address that or even improve our product as a whole. So I guess those two were a lot of some of the main activities, but there were also a few little projects here and there. For example, we, we built a Google Chrome extension and I helped do a little bit of research on firstly how to rank highly in the Google Chrome store and also how would we how would we rank our blog articles on Google as well. So a little bit of SEO research there so that we could potentially gain a few leads here and there from organic search. And so would you say in that time period, first of all, was that just the time period of the internship itself or was that something that like you just decided to mutually kind of part ways um, no, so it wasn't a predefined period. It was kind of just really up to me to see how long I wanted to stay there. Given that um, I was really interested in what they were doing, I just didn't, didn't want to put any boundaries. And also as a startup, it's quite flexible. It's, it's a lot of time to for someone new. So I think on both sides, it was really cool for me, and be, me to be able to stay. However, the reason I did leave was because I did end up receiving a position at a, at a bigger company. And I decided that for my career, it was important that I kind of experienced different things. Um, no matter how... Even though I was enjoying my time at Metric, yeah, it, it, it does it does come the time when you need to kind of move on and learn new things. That and I guess just to summarize your experience there, really just from listening, I heard a few different things around SEO. So you're mentioning about the blog posts and getting how to rank a little bit better on the Chrome extensions as well. Also heard a few things regarding paid ads and social media. So Facebook ads in that sense, as well as Google. And so I guess just to summarize... From a skills perspective, would you say that what you learned was very specialized or would you say that it was more very diverse in nature? 
bit of a tough question, actually. So I think I think as a whole, it was relatively diverse. However, I, I would say it is, was a bit more skewed towards kind of digital marketing. There were just a lot of insights I gained just into marketing in general, especially growth side, um, because when you put growth and marketing together, it's it's not kind of your standard marketing role because there's a lot of different things they need to take into consideration, like the budget and time constraints as well. So you're really trying to look for cheap, but like quick strategies that you can use to get, get users on board. Given that metric is pre-revenue at the time I was, I was working there, we were really trying to get people onto our beta platform. And as a result of that, there were a lot of different things that we had to do on a day-to-day to really try and engage with people that were interested in this space and find people that were experiencing the problem we were trying to fix. So yeah, I guess as a, as a whole, it was, it was relatively diverse as well right, to experience stuff on the growth side. Yeah, as well and as speaking side. from my personal experience as well, it's important to consider from the startup's perspective, resources aren't exactly plentiful in comparison to a big corporation. And so if you're just starting out, why I absolutely love this topic is because personally for me, I think a startup is the place to go because it doesn't exactly hem you down into one specific area of marketing like many of the large corporations do. In startup, you very much sit across a lot of different areas. And especially if the startup begins to scale, you get a lot more responsibility and learn a lot quicker than you otherwise would. And now we're kind of touching on what else you kind of took away from that internship, right? Now leaving Metric, what are some key lessons that you really learned? So what, like one of the main lessons I learned was that being keeping an open mind is super important. Going into the internship, obviously it's not as structured as a lot of the ones at big companies. So I just really wanted to go in and learn as much as possible and just really work really well with the CEO and kind of create a really good relationship with them as well. Because in the long run, it's really handy to kind of have these different people that you've worked alongside and at the end of the day, they might even pop up again later down the track. So that was kind of the one number one thing that really helped me learn a lot from that internship. I guess secondly, being a being obviously a marketing student, I, what I was really able to take away was firstly a lot of the insights into digital marketing strategy, being able to improve my written communication skills through the blog articles, and my ability to you know present research to the founders and the CEO of a cool startup. So getting exposure to so many different things in such a short amount of time is something only, like pretty much only a startup can offer, which is why I, I valued that that experience so much. It was so pivotal in my. And so in terms of of that, Lucas, if you were talking to someone that was a bit younger in first, second year that really wanted to get into the startup, what kind of boundaries would you set? Personally, for me, I was really looking for that first step into my marketing career. Having only worked in a few retail positions and making my way to the leadership team at Business One, I really wanted that real professional experience and also the opportunity to increase my network. I did take that leap to, to go and work at Matrix. It did sound like a super exciting opportunity and the, the team sounded like a great bunch of people to work with and I knew I could learn so much from them. And so that's why I ended up applying and taking the role. And ever since, I definitely do not regret it. I guess if I was to, yeah, if I was talking to someone in their first or second year, firstly, I would say, say, can I um, try and get out there? Um, whether that be in a startup or even in a society. Obviously, in your first or second year, you still want to kind of make the most out of the university experience. And that might not be going straight into work and trying to find a career. But at the end of the day, it is really cool to start early um, and trying to get different types of experiences so you can realize what you might want to do for your career. And I think a startup is perfect for that because, as I was mentioned before, the diverse kind of learnings you can take out of it and being able to just connect with people and learn about their story and how they've 
kind of developed in their career, super valuable. And that is so much that both the startup and you get out of it. And it's a really good way to get your foot in the door in any kind of industry. Yeah. And really quickly, would you agree that so your current role at the big company, but do you feel as though that extra bit of four month experience that you got there at Matrix, would it really helped you in landing that position ahead of others? Yeah, definitely. I think it was something that pushed me over the line. Having a lot of different other experiences my, you know, at co-curricular activities at university, I still think I, I was missing that kind of key part of kind of my application or my whole, whole profile as a whole. And that experience at Matrix, I think, was a really great stepping stone and definitely contributed to my ability to yeah, receive an offer at a different company as well. The final phase of today's interview, we're just kind of look towards a bit of the future for you, Lucas, as well as looking back into the past a bit and seeing what kind of advice you would give to your younger self, right? So I guess the first question here is in terms of your general career aspirations or where you kind of want to go, not even in the marketing realm, just in general, um, sometime in the next two to five years, obviously nothing too in concrete but general direction of where is it that you really want to go after you left your role at Matrix? Yeah, so the funny thing is, is that um, after working at Matrix, I really did gain a little bit of clarity into what I was interested in, what I wanted to pursue. Obviously, in a marketing role, I definitely had experience, um, which meant that I still wanted to be able to explore a lot of different other marketing roles, given that it's such broad discipline. And so, yeah, definitely want to, I guess, stay, I guess, somewhat close to this to this industry. However, after working in the startup, I really had a great interest in tech. I really got kind of inspired by like the way that CTO, the chief technology officer would think and how he worked to develop the product. And I really wanted to be able to gain those skills because it just sounded super interesting and super cool to learn about. And so I really think that I would want to end up in kind of a, a tech company, whichever one that may be, I'm not too sure. But yeah, just trying to kind of keep tabs on both the marketing and technology side in my career, I think is going to be something I'm going to be super interested in. There's a lot of opportunities laid down the track. Awesome. And in terms of, I guess, the career standpoint, it goes to highlight that marketing is one of those very cross-functional departments where you're working often with sales team or you're working in the technology team, which seems as though Lucas has really found that additional passion or interest that he wouldn't have known before. And the final question that, I like to ask all my guests. I think it's interesting upon reflection and really sitting on it, what people can come up with. But let's say if you somehow went back in time and went and interacted with first year Lucas, what advice would you give your first year self? Um, I would probably tell him to work a little bit harder. Obviously, I know that back in university, yeah, I still don't regret anything in terms of the amount of fun I had meeting new people. I think that I put a, put a huge focus on that coming to university, not knowing too many people. And I think if I worked a little bit harder, maybe it would open a few more doors. But at the end of the day, it still hasn't mattered to this day too much. And then furthermore, I would also tell myself to you know look out for more opportunities and just be aware of different things that can be done. I still think I did, I guess, make the most of my first years of uni. There are a few probably things I could have done here and there, but I would just say, yeah, keep an eye on, keep an eye on lots of different opportunities, meet heaps of people and kind of foster those relationships because later down the track, they really do come in useful. They can really have a really great impact on your personal and professional life. And bringing on that point of working harder, would you mean in the sense of study what do you mean in the sense of just being more active in terms of looking for roles and opportunities, as you said before? A little bit of both. 
Um, I definitely could have worked a little bit harder academically, but yeah, as I said, I think I did, I was focusing a lot more on building my network and putting myself out there and trying to, trying to learn about different things. So at the end of the day, I don't think it was too much. It wasn't really a sacrifice per se, but yeah, definitely, definitely, I guess work hard in general is kind of like a, like a general philosophy, maybe your uni life, your, your personal life. I think just having a really kind of great dedication to what you do and just being able to continue that consistently throughout your university degree and beyond that. And just as a final kind of sounding board to finish up, if anyone that's listening right now, say, wants to learn a bit more into specifically the process, i.e. how many steps there were or what kind of questions were asked, where can they kind of best find you at, reach out or have a chat with you? Yeah, awesome. So yeah, happy to happy to talk to anyone that has been LinkedIn. If you, if you have any questions about marketing and startups, you can find me on there and I just add a little connection request with a little message. I think that would probably be the best. And yeah, happy to answer any questions or have any chats with anyone that's interested. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for your time, Lucas, today. I hope you guys all got a bit of value out from that and make sure that you do enjoy the rest of your week. Now, you're simply five seconds away from starting or enhancing your journey to become the most employable marketing graduate. Simply follow the Marketing Insider podcast on your favorite podcast platform and our Instagram for free resources, general marketing education, networking tips, and professional insight.